Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Oh, snap. No, they didn't. A boneless rib sandwich. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. On the line is our man Stink, Mark Slareth, NFL Insider. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too, guys. And Mark is also the host of the Stinking Truth podcast covering the entire NFL. Make sure you check it out, guys. Only Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Stink, crazy wild card weekend. Mike and I were just talking about the games that, that you know, the teams that really jumped out at us. And we were talking about the Packers, obviously, and the Texans. I want to start with the Texans. I'm not sure if you called or how many games you called this year, and you saw C.J. Stroud. I think you you called a few, and we've talked about it through the course of the season. Why is this thing working like it is for the Houston Texans, Stink? Well, I think one is you're talking about a kid that's incredibly mature, way beyond his years. He's got an old soul about him. I think, two, that kid grew up playing under center. And I think one of the things about playing under center, and people don't give enough credit to this, is the footwork that has to be established in all of your drops, all the footwork. And they always say this in the West Coast offense, your feet, you, you throw the ball with your feet. So the timing of the offense is held in the quarterback's feet. And when you spend the entirety of your life in Pop Warner and gun, in seven-on-seven seven camps, in shotgun all through college, and then all of a sudden you get into the NFL – the timing of the routes and route combinations and your feet aren't aligned. So it's impossible to be on time and accurate with the football. It's impossible. And what ends up happening is you get into the NFL and what was completely covered in college is wide open in the NFL. And if your feet aren't right and they don't time right to the offense, it's impossible to be accurate. And so most of these quarterbacks that come out have never played under gun. Like, I mean, excuse me, under center. Like your own Des Ritter in Atlanta. He, he never played under center. 
And anytime he goes from one side of the field to the other side of the field, you can see how inaccurate he becomes when he has to move across a progression. And so these are, these are things that happen. So when C.J. Stroud came in, he spent about 50% of his time in high school he was under center, and Pop Warner he was under center. In college, about 50% of his time or so, 40% of his time under center and always worked on his footwork. And then Bobby Slowick is the offensive coordinator. He comes in, puts in the Kyle Shanahan West Coast offense, and the rest is history. It's just timed up, but it wasn't great early. Like, you know, TAs and stuff, they'll tell you it was, you know, a work in progress. And there were times when he really struggled early, but he's smart. He uh, makes great decisions with the football. He doesn't play a whole lot off schedule. And when he does, half the time that he's off schedule, he's just throwing it away and saying, hey, man, I'm not going to put the ball in harm's way. So that's the thing about CJ is he's just mature beyond his years and is an incredible young man, an incredible young player, no question about it. It's our weekly visit with Stinkman, Pro Bowler, Hall, uh, again, Super Bowl winner, should be a Hall of Famer. Mark Slaris with us, guys. Okay, from the good, which is CJ Stroud and Jordan Love, to what the hell was Dak doing, Mark? And we, I, I know we don't like to use the choke word around too much, but, man, big moments, you gotta, you got to be better than that. Yeah, no question. I mean, this is, it's the Dallas Cowboys, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, go back to, you, you, go back to, you go back to the Stinky Truth podcast. I believe it was September 2nd when I said on the podcast, and it got picked up nationally, it's going to be the same Cowboys. You know what? They're going to be great during the regular season. They'll, be get, they'll get in the playoffs, and then they'll take a dump in their helmet. I used a different word, but they'll take a dump in their helmet as soon as the playoffs start. <laughs> that's that's who they are and you know like just an absolute front running you know bunch of bunch of guys and that's and a lot of that i think goes on to jerry jones i think i think it's impossible to have success without the right structure and jerry jones you know is that guy that if you don't like what's going on you circumvent the head coach and you go straight to the owner's box and that can't be. Organizationally, that's a failure. And when you hire a coach, you know, it's one thing to hire a coach. It's another thing to empower a coach. And nobody over there is empowered because Jerry Jones is a guy that – give me one other general manager or owner that's doing biweekly radio shows and everything else. Like, <laughs> there is not – there's not another guy. And so it just – it comes one of those things where as a player – and players are like – like, I was a player, so I understand how this works. We're like children, right? And you're going to test the limits. When you get a substitute teacher, what do you do? You test the limits, right? When, when you know, when mom is gone, you test the limits with dad and vice versa. And the problem is, is that Jerry Jones is, is a guy that, you know, circumvents the, circumvents the power or the lack thereof of the guy he appoints a head coach. And that that's, that to me will never work. That structure won't work ever. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus twenty four seven moisturizer uh, because men have skin too. We're talking to Stink Mark Slareth, our guest here, as uh, we're broadcasting live from Mercedes Benz Stadium with Atlanta United getting underway today. More on the Falcons' head coaching search. Stink, I want to ask you uh, about why the Eagles looked so inept last night. Like, what, what's the problem? And Nick Sirianni, you know, obviously is on the hot seat. People in Philly are saying, you know, well, he should be fired. What went wrong with the Eagles who have all the personnel in place? Yeah, right. Start 10-1. and one. And, you know, you look at the changeover in coordinators. Well, you would have thought that would have been a bigger issue early in the year. And they start 10-1, and one, and 
you know, and they've just fallen apart ever since. And they're certainly, it just feels like there's a turd in the punch bowl over there because they're, they're like, you saw, uh, you saw Dallas Garner and it looked like he and, and uh, Jalen Hurts were kind of in an argument there on the sideline, which, Hey, listen, man, that happens. You know, you get the heated arguments occasionally on the sideline. I think we've all been there before, but to certainly finish the season the way they finished the season, there's something there's something going on there. And and one of the things that's going on, and I will tell you, um, you know, Nick Seriani hired uh, Shane Steichen to be the offensive coordinator. Shane Steichen, every, every he's now of course the Indianapolis uh, Colts head coach, but everybody that I've talked to that has played for Shane Steichen all says they all say the same thing. Shane Steichen takes an offensive concept and boils it down to his essence and makes it easy. And I think one of the things that, that's happened is Jalen Hurts had a lot of success. They were one of the top teams in football, running the, fo- uh, running the football, a lot of quarterback design run, a lot of RPO game, and a lot of that was taken out of the offense. They ran the ball two times early in that game, and, and I think they got converted a first down with Swift. And then they did not run the ball again until there was until it was 11 minutes left in the second quarter. That that was the third carry of the game. And I just look at that going, what are you guys like? You were the number one rushing team in football, and that's like a skill that has to be worked on. It has to be developed, and you have to have a commitment to that. So there's one thing, like there's there's one thing I always say this about offensive coordinators. There's some guys who call an offense. And there's other guys who call plays. And I just feel like that's a football team that they just started calling plays, both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And there was never – it never felt like there was a real feel for what your players do well. You know, there was never a real feel there. And, and it also felt to me like they were trying to morph into something that they haven't been – on the offensive side of the ball, like, hey, we're going to develop this and we're going to take first to the next level as opposed to just continuing to press into the things that he does well. And that's, I mean, that's just kind of the way I felt about how they played this whole season, especially during this losing streak. Mm. Yeah, man, uh, it just looked like uh, the move to Patricia, I think Roy Eggman said, it looked oh. like it, it smacked of desperation. Mark Slaris with us, guys, here on the WaitFor.com hotline. What do you make of the Dolphins? I mean, couldn't really beat the better teams this year. And I, I know that uh, going into Kansas City, it was just, man, and it, Matt, we'll get to Patrick Mahomes and what they're going to do in Buffalo in a second. But what do you do with Tua, by the way? I mean, is this kind of – do you believe in Tua if you're the Dolphins franchise moving forward? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, there's so – it's so limited from the quarterback position. And there are some things that Tua does really well, um, you know, and, and obviously they didn't do them. Um, they didn't do them in that game against Kansas City and, you know, in, in pretty extreme conditions. Um, and, I, you know, I look at that like, hey, tough. Like, everybody's got to play in the cold. Uh, it's, that's no excuse. I, I just yeah. – I don't know what it is about the Miami Dolphins. There's, there just feels like there's a lack of toughness. There's a lack of – you know, it's almost like, hey, we're going to be so finessed and we're going to be like, we're going to be, you know, this so dynamic on the offensive side of the ball, which is great until it's not great. Like, I, I always look at offenses like you cannot throw yourself back into a rhythm. You, got, you can't finesse yourself back into a rhythm when you're out of sync offensively. You got to line up and you got to run it down people's throats. 
and they ran the ball well, but most of their runs are perimeter runs. You know, they're all toss, toss, crack stuff. You know, they're all just using our speed and athleticism to get outside. And when that stuff gets shut down and you don't have what it takes inside to really, to really just impose your will on people, and then you're out of rhythm throwing the football, you got issues. And, like, every time they played a good team, and the good teams just shut their butts down offensively. Like, they're putting up record numbers early, and then they start playing some good teams, and it's like they can't move the football. And that's a, that, for me, is a lack of kind of physicality and toughness because you're so skilled you never have to lean on it. Stink, before we let you go, can Kansas City go on the road and win in Buffalo? This will be the talk this week, guys, and that is Patrick Mahomes. It's really incredible when you think about it. Has never played a road game in the playoffs. It's either been at home or Super Bowl. Can they go on the road and beat Buffalo? Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any question they can. Uh, it's going to be tough, but, like, Patrick Mahomes has never had a better defense. Like, Kansas City's never had a better defense than the one they have right now. So that's you know, a feather in the cap of Kansas City. And then Mahomes is really starting to develop a relationship with Rice. Those guys have been on the same page here the last couple of weeks, last three, four weeks. They were great again on Sunday. Obviously, Kelsey still does his thing. And when they run the ball like they ran it with Isaiah Pacheco, um, mm. they're gonna be they're gonna be tough to beat. So yeah, that should be that should be a tremendous game. Um, by the way, like just on a side note we're supposed to be concerned with player safety, right? Yeah. Like how does a guy play three or four more plays with his helmet completely fractured and broken? Right. 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 Riddled. And they don't, <laughs> right. They don't pull him, pull him out of the game. Like, like my day player safety wasn't a concern. I broke my helmet in, uh, in green Bay in a frigid cold once. And I just threw it to the sideline, and they threw me another one that was about four sizes too big, and I played like a bobblehead for the next four plays. But but I'm watching this. How does the officials not stop the game? Like, how does nobody – that, that thing is broken. There's a huge hunk out of it. Like, that can't protect – how do we let three or four more plays go on before – like? And then he goes to the sideline after they score or kick a field. I can't remember if they kicked the field goal or scored on that one. But then they go to the sideline. And then they get him a new helmet. Like that—that's suspect, man. That's just that—that that yep. one is really suspect. No doubt, stink. Great we point. appreciate you, man. It's going to be a fun divisional weekend coming up. Odyssey NFL Insider Mark Schlaff Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Stink. Thanks again for stopping by, brother. You got it. Take care, guys. Always love catching up with Mark Slareth. There's always there's always get one great anecdote. Yeah, <laughs> from Mark in that case. Yeah, the Patrick Mahomes black hole helmet, and I guess because it was so brittle, but still we think that's something that could handle the temperatures, right? I agree. Apparently I, not. Did you? If you hadn't seen the crack, it literally went the. It was like I had my hands, my fingers, three inches, maybe more. You know, it looked like a, like there was a sinkhole in his noggin. <laughs> that's what it looked like. <laughs> hey, coming up, Garth Lagerway. He is president of Atlanta United. Mike and I have been down here all day long. Turtle's been down here. Yeah. Offside engineer, Jersey Mike's been down here hanging out. Atlanta United was working out earlier. We're going to talk to Garth Lagerway coming up. Also, more on, on uh, what's going on with the NFL as far as changes, potential changes. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an interesting week, guys, because I said, that Mike, coming out of this wild card weekend, I still don't think all the firings are done. Right. We just have to wait to see how that's going to shake out. We've got more to get to. Stay right there at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. We've been down here all afternoon as Atlanta United had their preseason, Mike. That's correct. As they were training and preparing for the upcoming season. It was uh, workout number two for them, the guys down here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We talked with Carlos Bocanegra. We had a great conversation with Brad Guzan. And now the president of Atlanta United, Garth Lager, The grand poobah of Atlanta soccer joins us here on the waitfor.com hotline. Hey, I like some of the new faces, man. You happy with your new squad so far? Hey, I mean, they haven't kicked the ball yet, right? I've mean, got to be happy. If I don't like them now, I'm never going to. They look really good dribbling around cones and stuff. But, no, I mean, what, what, was, what was your big um, your mission statement for you and uh, Carlos Bocanegra this offseason? We really wanted to solidify the defense. You know, and I think that was pretty obvious to everybody. You know, we, we fell apart in the playoffs because we couldn't protect the lead. And uh, so we went out and did that. We got a goalkeeper. We got a central defender. We got a defensive midfielder right down the spine there. Um, and, you know, we really – focus last year uh, particularly in the summer on fixing the attack and now we fix the defense and hopefully we put those two things together we got a pretty good team now yeah I, I totally agree with you garth and this is what we love about you you're you're brutally honest that's what happened to us in the playoffs mm-hmm. and we fell apart we weren't able to to uh you know stop the opposing teams i talked to brad guzan about this i said we allowed 53 goals that was the third most in the east and i asked him how do we fix that I'm going to ask you, how do we fix that? Is that scheme, schematics? What What is the deal there? How do we improve in that area? Yeah, look, it, it, it comes back to the group. we we got to have a structure. We, we had long stretches last year where we didn't have the right balance uh, in our starting lineup between offense and defense, and we really didn't have – you know, we went the whole year and kind of had nobody be able to seize that defensive midfielder role, what we call the number six position. Um, nobody really sees it. You know, we tried Sosa, we tried Abar, we tried Rosetto, uh, we tried others there um, with varying degrees of success, but we couldn't get somebody to settle it down. Um, and we're hopeful now that we're, we've been able to, to bring somebody in. And 
you know, don't have an official announcement yet there, but you know, we're able to bring in Dax McCarty, and uh, we're excited about the future with the Johnny Fortune there. But we got a we got a big player who's who's potentially on the hook for that spawn, and hopefully has something by the end of the week there. Talking with Garth Lagerway, guys. We're down at Mercedes-Benz all day today. Got to look at some of the new guys. Now, I know some guys' paperwork still has to come through, yeah. so I know some of that's kind of stuck in sort of a, I don't know, international limbo. <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> adding pieces because, I mean, I, I was talking about it with Carlos earlier in the show. Last year, in the like middle of the summer, Garth, it really got cooking. Reminded us of, you know, back 17-18, all the pieces that you and Carlos put together really came together. Games like Nashville, the Miami game, where it was like explosive and fun to watch. That's, that's what we strive to do. You know, we're, we're not a team that can be all about player development. We're not a team that, that can afford not to succeed. I mean, we have the largest crowd in the league, have had every year since Atlanta entered the league, um, you know, and those fans support us. And they support us with their hard-earned dollars, and we owe it to them to go to be at home and compete and compete for championships consistently. And, um, you know, we got back, finally had our first home playoff game in, I think, in four or five years last year, and, now we got to win a playoff series. Now we got to finish in the top four and have home field advantage. We got to go deeper uh, in the playoffs. We got to go deeper in ML- in uh, League Cup. So we're going to be competing on all fronts. We're still building a team. We're, you know, we're not there yet, uh, but we're, we're working. And as you said, I had a good window last summer. Hopefully, another good window uh, here, and uh, we'll be ready to go come February twenty fourth. Garth Lagerwey, our guest, guys. What about Almada? Um... He was great last season, right? 11 goals, 19 assists, but those transfer windows open. Um, what, what is the prognosis there as far as do you believe that he will be back here when it's all said and done this season? You know, I hope so. Uh, we don't completely control that, right? It, it, it's always got to be a collaborative process. You know, unlike the NFL, we can't just trade somebody or sell them without their consent. Um, and sure. likewise, when Thiago came to the team, uh, you know, the uh, agreement uh, that was made before I got here was, Hey, at some point he's gonna he's gonna go to Europe. So uh, I believe that's still his intention, and you know we'll work with him to see if we can find a situation that makes sense for everybody. But we are in no hurry. Again, this is a guy that was among the finalists for league MVP. Uh, is one of the best players in the league. We'd be super excited for him to stay. Uh, and as you guys know, we've we've lined up our long term strategy so he can be a DP in our club as long as he wants to be here. You know, years ago, Garth, we had uh, Darlington Nagby. He was the guy, you talk about the spine, kind of like the point guard in basketball. And then eventually he just, for some reason, wanted to go back to Columbus. Why did he want to go back to Columbus? I don't know. But uh, with Miles Robinson, I guess he, he just felt like it best bet, I guess, to bet on himself for one year in Cincy. I guess you guys felt you did everything you could to keep him here? Yeah, I mean, with Darlington, he actually went back to play for his college coach. So I think that was the connection. I, I Obviously, I wasn't here for that one either. But um, right. I think there was, there was uh, a, little, a little bit of a relationship there. But. Um, with, with Miles, look, you know, again, conversations that well predated me, um, you know, there was a contract <laughs> on the table for two years with Miles, and, um, you know, it, it was something that ultimately that's not what he wanted to do, and that's what free agency is for. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, I think, you know, if you ask me a couple of years from now, have we signed more free agents than we've lost, I'm, my guess is the answer is going to be a resounding yes. Um, you know, but Miles was real complimentary on his way out. Certainly we're really grateful for the seven years he gave to our club. Um, and we wish him the best of luck. Garth, Gonzalo Pineda, you bring him back. Not that I didn't think there was any doubt that you wouldn't, but can you talk about that decision? I mean, we have been to the playoffs the last couple of years. Now we've gotten, gotten out of the first round, but uh, talk about that decision and, and the process. We really wanted to emphasize stability. Uh, you know, we've been through, uh, I think it's, I think Gonzalo was the, the fourth, fourth coach in club history, but it was the third in 
for four years or thereabouts. Right, so, right, yeah. um, you know, when I was hired, brought on the job, that was one of the things that was emphasized to me, the desire for continuity and stability. And look, when you have, keep the same coaching staff in place, it allows you to continue to build the roster. Uh, that, you know, I, I was honest with you guys, I think last year, we, we kind of didn't get to a point where we could finish the roster last year. We did everything we could. We worked like crazy in the summer. I think we got a lot better, um, but we didn't get all the way there. And, and I think this window, um, if we're able to finish the signings we're working on right now, I think we will have a legit starting 11 where every single player is uh, league average or above, uh, you know, no clear weak spots and, uh, you know, some real standouts when you think that we signed uh, TG and Almada within the last two years, both of them won newcomer of the year, meaning they were the best signing in the league that year. Um, and I think we've surrounded with some pretty good pieces. If you look at the last couple of windows and the Zandes and the Sabas and the Mayumbas and the uh, Gregersons and, and uh, you know, players that we're really, really excited about to pair with, you know, a hometown hero like Caleb Wiley, a kid uh, in Brooks Lennon who had the best year of his career. I thought he was the best right back in the league last year. Um, you know, and, and, and other pieces like Louis, Louis Sobrano came in midway and was, was real steady for us. So um, I think we got a lot going for us. We got a lot to look forward to. And I think we got a, a better, we got a got better starting position than, or at least I feel more comfortable with our starting position than I did a year ago. Um, and that's a right. good sign we're making progress. Garth Lagerway is with us. Before we cut you loose, we'll see if he knows who Arthur's going to hire as Falcons coach. But I first, agree. I agree. Um, the thing, Garth, I thought – being diplomatic as you were with us, but the reality that, you know, maybe you inherited some contracts that weren't favorable and guys maybe were like, you know, misfit in, or miscast in their roles here. And you've kind of, you know, for better, lack of a better word, purged some of that to get more of what you think fits. Yeah, look, I, I mean, every GM who comes in, every coach that comes in has a little bit different way of doing things, right? So uh, I've been around long enough to know there's not, there's never one answer. Um, but, but yeah, if you want to match up contracts and fits and personalities and players and playing style and all that stuff and, you know, I think if I've done anything in the first year here, it's, you know, really leaned heavily into analytics um, and really trying to have objective evidence when we make decisions. Um, and the advantage of that is I think uh, it makes you, uh, it puts a structure around things and, and it makes freelancing a little harder and it really should also de-risk uh, most of the, the player analyses and, and, and uh, investments that we make because um, we're not going to do something that we don't have some evidence to support. Um, and I, again, I think, that as I warned everybody when I got hired, uh, I'll probably move more slowly than you want me to. Um, and I'll be methodical, but but hopefully as we build piece by piece, um, it'll be a good foundation. It won't be uh, a Jenga tower where we pull a block out and the whole thing falls apart. So um, we're still building, uh, but I think we're better than we were a year ago. I think we got a real chance to hit our goals this year, and, and I'm really excited about the start of the season. What's Arthur going to do with the Falcons, you know? <laughs> You know what? I was with him today in a meeting. I was in. He had to step out, take a call that that may or may not have been NFL related. But that's that's about as close as I am to it. I got you. Okay. I got you. Have you been on Arthur's yacht? I have been on Arthur's yacht. As a matter of fact, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing, man. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the word around the campfire was he had Belichick on the on the yacht for a shot. We can't confirm that, but it's floating now. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. As is the yacht. You know what? I, I, I can confirm that he had Gonzalo Pineda on a yacht at one point uh, before he was hired. <laughs> okay. I, I, I really heard about hey. that in Seattle. I was like, what's the yacht? I got a little, little knowing that, that uh, a couple of years later I might be on it. So, Garth, nice. Garth, that's a hell of a selling point, isn't it? Just meet me on my yacht. <laughs> hey, man, appreciate you. Good luck this season. We look forward to our conversations with you as we're down at Mercedes-Benz as uh, the training has begun, guys, for Atlanta United. Garth, uh, thanks so much. Oh, 
Thanks for having me, guys. Happy New Year. You, you too. too, boss. Yeah, man, uh, we're live here at Mercedes-Benz. Been here all day. Got a chance to see our good friend Brad Guzan. Got to see Yorgos. He's magnificent. He is. The ladies' choice. Yeah. And then we're wrapping our afternoon and evening up here at Mercedes-Benz with a bunch of dudes that I don't know if they won a contest to play flag football on the surface at Mercedes-Benz. And this thing went all the way to pre-COVID. Yeah, did. And due to scheduling conflicts, we were talking to some of the paramedics. And, yes, you need paramedics because you're playing flag football. These guys are finally getting to play. And we're going to see some skulls hopefully not cracking here, Carl, in a minute. These paramedics, first of all, big shout-out to them. They listen to us. Uh, they're fans of the radio station, fans of Dukes and Bell. But they worked for Grady, and right. literally they were, they said they came in and they were like, there's nothing going on in here because there's nobody here. Right. And then all of a sudden these teams came out of the tunnel like it was the NFL, Mike. These two teams are getting ready to go at it. All right, so wait. it's literally a game for friends and family. Yeah, I mean, These guys, we got the team in white and the team in black Falcons you know, on Hohen Road, and these guys are going to get after it, right? In the middle of they get the entire stadium all themselves to play flag football. All right, coming up, it's last call. You've been hearing us talk about it. Who should the Falcons hire? 404-726-0929. Who do you want the Falcons to hire? 404-726-0929. It's tonight's last call. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And the biggest stories of the day. So I guess y'all don't care who the Falcons hire. 404-726-0929. CJ Swede are the only guys dialing us up. We want to hear from you. Right on. You know where we're at, right? Whether it's Harbaugh or. The one I was just talking to Andrew and Nick, these are the paramedics that are on station over here at Mercedes-Benz. We're just talking about, you know, the coaching. I just, can't you talk to Jim Harbaugh? I mean, look, I get it. Arthur Blank, Rich McKay, they've got a very buttoned-down corporate, very corporate structure, and that maybe precludes you from calling Jim Harbaugh because he's so outside the box. Show your fans that you gave him. Because, you know, because you, you and I have talked about this before, before you and I even worked together, and I said the only thing with Atlanta, and this is more about Sherholtz and then later on Rich McKay, very corporate, very buttoned down. That's why, you know, I mean, it's just there's a way that they do things, and Harbaugh's just, well, that's a little too crazy. It's not. I mean, you should at least, at least be in the conversation. How you can look a Falcon fan in the eye if you're the owner and say, we didn't explore every viable option. Yeah. 
How is Harbaugh not? Because Harbaugh's going to want the same personnel control that Belichick's supposedly going to want. I got to say this. This is like registering to vote and then complaining about who won. Right. Do not call us. When this hire is made, you go, I can't believe right. when we're asking you, who do you want them to hire? Who do you think it should be? 404-726-0929. CJ, you get us started. CJ, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Who's your guy? So, Raheem Morris. It's time to bring him on back. I think he, he's a man. He did both sides of the ball. He got a great resume. And he got a voter contest from Sean McVay. And... Um, out there in San Francisco, coach. So I think it's, I think it's yeah, that time. Uh, don't disagree. I think it'd be a great could, choice. If you could steal somebody from either one of those programs, Correct. I think that'd be great. Then the other one we didn't mention just this last hour is uh, the story that Antonio Pierce has not been hired by the Raiders yet. Uh, and, again, knowing their owner, who knows what they'll do. But the idea, that Carl, that he's apparently got some kind of a handshake deal with uh, Cliff Kingsbury to be the offensive coordinator wherever he does eventually hopefully get hired. As a Falcon fan, I'm – intrigued by that idea especially if we could find a way to draft that quarterback whether we stand pat at eight or move up sure. get a young quarterback cliff, uh, cliff kingsbury handles the offense you got a young charismatic coach maybe you're stealing some of that lightning in a bottle that houston's got with D'Amico ryan's with antonio pierce let's talk to sweet sweet who's your guy hey man hey man uh hey. first of all uh, for, for mike bell uh it, it would have to be either george hallis hampton pool or joe steidahar now, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's in, in all truth, uh, how about Vrabel or Harbaugh? What, the, one of those two guys. Has anybody I'm snapped up uh, Vrabel yet? No. No. Nope. Vrabel's on the float. Well, no. Yeah. There, there's, there's the guy. Keep Belichick out of this thing, please. Let him retire peacefully. Anyway, love you. your show, guys. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Sweet. Yeah, Vrabel, as, we, as far as we know, he has not taken an interview as of yet. Billy, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Who do you want the Falcons to hire, Billy? Hey, man. Hey, man. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've thought of all the options. It's come down to two two options. Number one, why not get Nick Saban? And number two, why not get Antonio, the contractor for Mrs. Dukes? You know, Mrs. Wait Dukes, a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Is he going to coach with his shirt off on the sideline? <laughs> yes. I mean, you want to get people in the building. Antonio can have his shirt off on no, the sideline. For guys that are new to the show and didn't hear, years ago when Carl had the uh, the, the upstairs bathroom sink in. Correct. Uh, he had this contractor, and the joke was like, Antonio, can you please put your shirt on when you're around my wife? Every time I'd come in, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? And I'd have to catch myself. I'm like, why is this guy working with this shirt off again? It's February. Yeah, what is going on here? I perspire. Meanwhile, my wife's on the stairs. They've got a lot of work to do today. Uh, 404 And by the way, he's being tongue-in-cheek with Saban, I presume. Uh, Kirby Smart's not coming to the company nope. NFL right nope. now. He's got a machine, and he's got a few more things he's got to do, like win a few more natties. And then eventually, yes, then you can cash in in the NFL. And and maybe, you know, like most every college coach, it's always in the back of their mind. Does my stuff work at the next level? It's, it's true. Tony, man, who do you want for uh, the Falcons? Who's your choice? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, first of all, let me state it's 2024. Maybe I'll turn over a new leaf and leave the chief alone. Now, <laughs> to answer your question, you asked who do I want, which would be yes. impossible, Bill Cower or Tony Dungy. However, in absence of getting those two, I like Vrabel. Uh, other than that, I don't think we can get any. But please don't get Billichon. Hmm. Belichick's res- resume, we've already covered this, guys. You know, it's just where we're at now. The last four years what we're talking about. And then, you know, it's funny because you look at, like, 
You know, he's got his guys. He's got his cronies. Every yeah. coach has. Everyone, yeah, yeah, every yeah. coach has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their prerogative. And then you see Matt Patricia screwing up the Eagles. <laughs> Is that bad enough? He couldn't coach offense for the Patriots. Now he screws up the Eagles down the stretch. I just feel that you know things have kind of run its course with Belichick. But look, if and when, if that's what like, we know, Arthur's definitely dialed into this. Carl, Carl and I said this. We'll pivot because there's nothing we can t- say. We've said our two two cents worth, right? But we want. But then I'm curious what the, what the plan is at quarterback, if it, if it is, in fact, Belichick. Yeah, I want the whole plan. That's 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 the problem. There's a lot, a lot of reports that Belichick would like to go get an established QB. That means, like, only like two or three of those guys. Well, because he's got a short time period left. That's why. Uh, I'm talking about he's not going to be here right. 10 years. He's not going to be anywhere no. 10 years. He's not going to be here three years. Let's talk to Dustin. Dustin, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Who's your guy? Pick your Falcons, coach. Dukes and Bell. Serious question. Hey, man. What about John Gruden? <laughs> well, that'd be interesting. That would be. Now, here's another thing. Another guy. The, another problem with Gruden, he fancies himself a personnel guy, and he's not. So that's one where you've got to – see, this thing is Fontenot strong enough in his role where you'd say, yes, I'm – like, for instance, if you bring Ben Johnson in, can you and Fontenot work together? Gruden, by the way, Gruden's going to want personnel control. You just saw what happens to him and Mayock. They ran that thing into the ground with the Raiders. Disaster. Yeah. Um, and Gruden also – Rich McKay built the Bucks team, and then Gruden basically disassembled it. He did. He absolutely did. I'm sorry, Chris. Gruden is Saints offensive coordinator. Gruden trying to get himself back in the league. He's got a lawsuit oh. going up against the NFL, by the way. Well, Carmichael got got. Right. Right. For those of you who are not following us, Carmichael was the offensive coordinator, long time right. offensive coordinator there with the Saints. That makes total sense. Dennis Dennis Allen may bring him in. Right. All right, Danny, your last one up. Then we got to talk to Abe and see what's coming up next after we get done, and we'll tell you about tomorrow. Danny. Hey, man. What's up, Dukes and Bill? What's going on? Hey, man. Hey, man, I'm uh, calling you from the Taj Mahooters over here in Buford. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Danny? Hey, hey, hey how about them cowgirls and them eagles out there? I'm a Giants fan. Let's get Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. I love, yeah. the, I love the idea. I'm with you. I love yeah. the idea of Antonio Pierce, especially now this whole Kingsbury angry. You throw this, you throw this Cliff Kingsbury at me all of a sudden. I like it. Yeah. And yes, it was glorious to watch the Cowboys and the, and the Eagles just take it in the in the shorts last night. Danny, man, appreciate you uh, and all our folks up there at, at the uh, Taj Mahal. Yes, sir. Hey, Abe is on tonight. He's filling in uh, for John Checker. What's going on, Abe? Guys, uh, a couple days ago, Carl, I, I spoke with you. I, ha- I had a big reason I didn't want Bill Belichick as the Falcons head coach. Uh, after some thinking about it, uh, I got like six more reasons I don't want Bill Belichick as a head coach. So <laughs> we're we're going to follow good. that up, but I also will tell you nice. and give reasons. Uh, there's a name out there I do want, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Awesome. Stay tuned. Abe's coming up next. Let's get out of here and clear our throat. Dukes and Bell are wrapping up another show, so it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9 oh. The Game. We're going to talk to Bobby Carpenter tomorrow. Connor Riley's going to join us. Greg Allman, Fox NFC South reporter. Tampa Bay has a chance. We will get into all of that tomorrow on the show. And, of course, we are keeping you updated hour by hour as to what the Falcons are going to do as this coaching search continues. Hey, big shout-out to all of our folks here. Jersey Mike, on-site engineer, executive producer, Turtle, and back at the studio, Big O, thank you so much. Stay tuned. Abe has you next at 7 o'clock. Mike Bell, clear your throat. Hey, man, we always have a lot of fun when you hear these coaches' introductory press conferences. In a few weeks, we'll hear some more of these around the NFL because there's like seven more jobs to be filled. But it was funny because you and I heard Dan Campbell, and he's like, we're going to bite knees and we're going to allow 
All the crazy stuff he said. Sirianni was talking about, like, rock, paper, scissors. Well, Sirianni's been this close to the mountaintop, and now all of a sudden his brand is really, uh. Meanwhile, Dan Campbell, who you got to see more of on Hard Knocks, and remember you and I saying, I don't know if this is going to work. This whole practice, the way they do things, it works. It definitely works. Dan Campbell, I, I stand corrected. I thought that was going to be like a two-year disaster. This guy's got some good coaches. He put together a good staff, and he's built a culture. No doubt about it. He's got a good quarterback, too, which gets me to our next deal. Who's going to be our quarterback? Mm. There's so many rumors flying around as to what the Falcons want to do. But the first thing they got to do is find the guy who has the plan. Who gives the Falcons the best plan to go get the quarterback they want? Guys, I still think we need to move up mm. and get a young guy and grow with him. But whoever they hire may feel differently. That's why this coaching hire is such a big deal. It's not just about right now, Mike. It's about the next five to seven years. Right. It's about our future. Yes. Don't you care about our future? Damn right. Hey, if you love the show. Tell your friends. If you don't. You're probably a Belichick fan, but you a cheater. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.